Hi, it's Sarah Becker of Becker Talks Money. It is July 29th. It's Saturday. You might be thinking, uh, Sarah, these come out on Friday. Yeah, they typically do. But we had some technical difficulties yesterday, and now I'm having some dog barking difficulties um, that hopefully will resolve themselves. <clears throat> Cora, this is a mini podcast. Okay, we don't have time for this. Um, so here we are on Saturday. And I mean, what would you rather do on a Saturday than learn about money news of the week? I'm just kidding. You'll probably listen to this on Monday. And if you do, that's fine, because all of this stuff will still be true on Monday. First up, the Fed met this week and, as experts predicted, raised interest rates again. It is now the 11th time they've raised interest rates since March 2022. Hard to keep track. And hopefully it's the last time in 2023, although there is a chance we could see another hike in December. By raising just a quarter of a percentage point, it is the highest interest rate we've had in 22 years. As a reminder, the Fed is the nickname for the Federal Reserve System, the central banking system of the United States. They are responsible for setting monetary policies, regulating the banking industry, and very importantly, managing interest rates. Raising interest rates to combat inflation is a very delicate dance because if the Fed chooses to raise them too much, they could put the country into a recession. So how do interest rates actually affect either inflation or the recession? Well, when interest rates are higher, both businesses and individuals pay more on their loans, which means they spend less. So we are buying less stuff, which means companies are selling less stuff. And that all sounds okay so far, right? But if companies don't sell enough stuff to say, keep on their employees, and they end up firing employees, well, now we have unemployment and a recession. So while the Fed also announced they no longer predict a recession to hit us this year, they will be meeting again in December. And like I said, we'll consider raising interest rates yet again. Their goal is for the inflation rate to sit at 2%. And while inflation fortunately has gone down over the last few months, we're still nearly double that goal, 3.8%. Spotify has officially raised their subscription price along with what seems like every other subscription service this summer. The individual plan is going from $9.99 to $10.99. The duo plan, which is what I have and share with my husband, is going from $12.99 to $14.99. And the family plan is now $16.99 up from $15.99. They even raised the student plan, I mean, only by a dollar from $4.99 to $5.99. In the last week, I personally canceled Netflix and Apple TV, but it's hard to imagine giving up Spotify. It's a service that me, my husband, my son each use for hours every single day. We love listening to music. Spotify is giving a 30-day kind of grace period of notice before the new rate kicks in. But, you know, $15 a month indefinitely is not nothing. So I will be thinking about it. Elon Musk has officially changed Twitter's name and logo to X. Yes just the letter X. This change took many, including me, by surprise when he announced it a week ago today, last Saturday night, and changes came on Monday. Musk also announced he's doing away with the word tweet, and I'm not sure what word we are supposed to use instead. Um, I don't really tweet. I just read other people's tweets. But anyway, don't know what word to use. Analysts say that this change wipes out anywhere from $4 billion to $20 billion of Twitter's value. And as a reminder, the high end of that spectrum is nearly half of what Musk paid for Twitter. Musk's attachment to the letter X goes way back to his PayPal days. PayPal was originally called Bank X in 1999. And then just a few years later in 2002, he founded SpaceX. 
And then after being ousted by PayPal, he purchased the X.com domain name from them in 2017 for at least a million dollars. We're not sure exactly how much, saying that it held great sentimental value. And speaking of sentiment, we can't talk about Elon Musk and the letter X without mentioning his child born in 2020 that is literally named, you guessed it, X. As a business owner myself, it's almost incomprehensible to me how little Musk seems to think about his customer experience and how much he focuses on like putting something that he alone wants above everything else, including the valuation of his company. His obsession with the letter X, for whatever reason it may be, is not a good enough reason to erase literally billions of dollars of brand recognition, and I'm so curious to see if this drives people away from Twitter. We talked about threads before, you know, threads was basically Instagram's answer to Twitter. So many people, like a record number of people uh, joined in the first week, probably because it was extremely easy to just join with your Instagram account. But now 50% of the users that joined have like logged back in. It's not super active. So I don't know what's gonna come of like where we can go on the internet to be unhinged and crazy. Maybe we'll just start being unhinged everywhere, which would be fine for me. Anyway, while researching for this episode, I also learned that this year, Musk also started an AI company called XAI. I mean, I feel like that's enough. That's enough X's, Elon. Okay, that's it for me today. It's Saturday. Uh, My dog, Cora, has been chewing a bone this entire time next to me. And because it's Saturday, I just don't have the heart to either go in my office and close the door or tell her to stop and it's working hours because it's not working hours. You know, this one's on me. I will see you next Friday, not Saturday. I hope you have a great weekend.